husband. Yes, wife. Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. And this feed houses our reading of the book of Genesis, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey, husband. Yes, wife. Um, before I ask you if you remember <laughs> what happened last time, which I know you don't, uh huh, yeah, you had something you wanted to say. I was just gonna say that it seems like we have some followers out there now. <gasps> we do. I mean, it looks that way from the stats that we're seeing. So. Oh my god, that's so cool! Hi. Hi. Um, but we really could use their help. Oh my god, what can they do? Well, you could tell a friend. I did tell a friend. So did I. Oh, you mean them. Them, yes. Them, they. You, you guys out there in podcasty land. The people that are listening? People are listening? I, I mean, it looks that way. Oh. I could be wrong. Okay. But we could really use your help in, like, spreading the word because we're still a new podcast. Very and, new. you know, like, not many people know about us, so. And we're just kind of, like, husband, wife sitting here in our living room recording this bullshit for you to listen to because, <laughs> you know. How dare. <laughs> And we're just having fun. So, like, we don't know all the ins and outs of, like, how to make ourselves popular. 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 I mean, you know. But it'd be cool. I'm okay. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. Do that. Like, spread the word for us. That'd be awesome. I feel like you're procrastinating and trying to put off telling me what you don't remember. I Can't we just tell them what we're going to say this week and skip that part? Because nope. they already know I don't know anything. Hey, babe. Hey, what? <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Um, no. Um, Jacob was a lion, underhanded thief. That's right. What did he steal? He stole the blessing from, um, his dad, who is Isaac? No, that's, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) The one blessing. He stole the the one and only. Right, yeah, because, well, but then, then he also gave up. Some sort of a blessing to um, his other son, Esau. Esau, um, and said that like he'd break free of his yoke from his brother. You're going to be a servant, but you know, not always. Yeah, you can quit any time. Right. 
But not right now, though. I mean, but it didn't specify that. I know. I just didn't really understand that. But what are the stipulations there? Maybe a better um, interpretation. Like, maybe if we got a different translation, it would spell that out better. Do you think we'll find that out today? Probably not. I mean, because sometimes they just jump around to different stories, and they're like, we'll get back to that one eventually, but it'll be really weird and just, like, pointless to explain something just in a brief, like, sentence at the end of a section. I don't know. I I have a feeling because remember there was like that two second blurb like right at the end that was like um, Jacob and Esau's mom was like, and don't you be marrying no Canaanites. Right, right. The end. Remember? Kind of. I bet it's about that. This is turning into a really long intro. It is. Sorry, my bad. That's all right. We should probably get on with the show. All right. What are we going over today? We are doing Genesis chapters 28 and 29. All righty. Let's do that. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it it escalates on a sliding scale of... You know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. Just our podcast? Any podcast or any (laughs) performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So, maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So, all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash Sacrilegious Discourse is our actual main page there. So, head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay. So, Genesis chapter 28. Which still, this bit still falls under the last section from the last chapter, Jacob flees from Esau. Oh, okay. And we stopped like right in the middle of a section, even though it was the end of a chapter. Well, that's all right. I'm just letting you know. In it case it, you it care. left him on a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, they were all biting. Everybody was biting their nails over this one. <laughs> so Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Padan Aram. To the house of your grandfather, Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. That's so gross. Right. They're still being cousin fuckers. Yeah, ancestral. Bullshit. Not ancestral. I said, didn't I say ancestral? I thought (laughs) you said ancestral. But before that, you said ancestral. Oh, well, I screwed up then. Incest. Whatever. Nasty. Dumb shit. May God Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations. How many many nations do we need? I'm not done. Okay. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings he promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, you foreigner. The question is, though, are these prophecies and, and promises because they are who they are, or are they because he already promised it to Abraham? For God gave this land to Abraham, end of sentence. Okay, sorry. <laughs> right, but I mean, like, it's a legitimate question, right? I mean, it sounds like he, he's... He almost has to promise it to them, because he already I, promised it to them. 
before them. I feel like at this point, it's less God telling them and more just passing on the words that they heard from their fathers. Maybe. I don't know. It's all a bit questionable. And there's less talk about him walking the earth and talking to people. Right. And, like, none of those, like, Zoom call dream things. <laughs> the so, angel of the Lord. And oh, my yeah. gosh. No, no, no. There was a – there was a the Lord came to – I think it was Abram at the time, but came to him in a dream. Oh, you're right. And that, I joked that it was a Zoom call. You're right. It was no, like a, so, okay, it was like so a God when, Zoom call. So when God comes down and talks to them in their dreams, that's a Zoom call. And when he sends an angel of the Lord – that's more like what? Um, Uber? Candy Graham. <laughs> Candy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaac sent Jacob away and he went to Padan Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel the Aramean. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to find a wife. And that he had warned Jacob, you must not marry a Canaanite woman. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Padanaram. It was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. So Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters, in addition to the wives he already had. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Just collecting wives. Chicka bear Let's go get some more wives. His new wife's name was Mahalath. She was the sister of Nebaioth and the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Okay. That's gross. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gross. Yeah. They're all cousin fuckers. Yeah. Basically. Nasty. Okay. God appears to Jacob at Bethel. Mean oh, God appeared. God appears. Hmm. So this will be a candy gram? No. No, this is God appearing. This is God. Apparently. God coming in person? I mean, that's what it says, right? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stopped there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. How comfortable could a stone be? It doesn't sound very comfortable to me. Me neither. Um... Do you think it was like one of those um, stone slabs? That could be. Like maybe he likes a really hard bed. Yeah. I mean, so. it could be. Or like maybe the the rock was just curved just right to where you can like lean your neck back over it and it felt really good. I don't know. Cause I, I could sleep, see that. I sleep on my side. Well, but everybody sleeps differently. Maybe the, maybe he likes, you know. It's better for your health Plus there was, to sleep there on was, your side. There wasn't a Mr. Pillow back then either. So, I mean, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't know. They had less options. That is true. Yeah. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the stairway earth. to heaven. Yes, oh my that God. reached from the earth up to heaven. <laughs> yes, there it is. There it is. There it is. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At hmm. the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, "So wait, this is a dream." Yeah. So this is a Zoom call. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay, Zoom I just call. want to make sure I understood. Okay. Okay, at the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham, and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more... I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. 
One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. So what I get out of this is that God's a capitalist because he likes to give people ownership of things. Right? I hadn't <laughs> thought of it in those terms, but yes, yes, that is correct. So, and not only that, but he says, I'll be with you till a certain date and then I'm outies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's like, that rock. That rock is yours. That cactus. Right. That cactus is yours. Yeah, he's just like passing off like ownership of things. And... But I'm like, but did you tell the other guys? I know, because that all never works out well. I know. Never. Ever. Ugh. Yeah. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I wasn't even aware of it. Wouldn't. Wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I had to say it like that because that's the way it sounds. Okay. I wasn't even aware of it. <laughs> But he was also afraid and said, what an awesome place this is. He probably said awesome differently from how I said it. Because I'm like, awesome. And he's probably like, what an awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't either. I can't use awesome correctly anymore because Bill and Ted ruined it for me. Right, right. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. Sweet. The next morning, Jacob got up very early. He took the stone he had rested his head against, and he set it upright as a memorial pillar. Then he poured olive oil over it. He named that place Bethel, which means house of God, although it was previously called Luz. What do you think the olive oil had to do with anything? What's up with that? Um, It anointed it. Like, olive oil was kind of like old school aromatherapy kind of thing. Like, mm. they used olive oil to anoint things. It's just the first time I recall them, like... You know, putting olive oil on something for God. Um, They wash their feet with olive oil, too. Like, it's mm. just a way of anointing things. Okay. It, it's old school holy water. Got it. Before holy water was a thing. Got it. I think Jesus made it holy So water. that must mean that, like, the United States is not holy at all because there's, like, no olives here. But unless we, we import them. But we import olive oil. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, we had to invent things to get olives over here. So back then... So let me ask you this. This like, was like a godless country. Like we just started getting those. Because um, no olives. Those olives in the little cups. Yeah. Like olives to go in the little like fruit cup containers. Yeah, those are awesome. Right? So do you think if I squashed that up, that would be olive oil. And then if I poured it on a rock, do you think that that means that I anointed a rock with olive oil and it's holy now? I don't know. Maybe. I don't either. But it's an interesting thought. I think we should pour it on our cat. I don't think she would like that. Make, make our cat holy. What is wrong with you? You cannot put oil on a cat. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying. No. Be a holy cat. I don't think that's okay. Okay. Then Jacob made this vow. If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food and clothing, and if I return safely to my father's home, then the Lord will certainly be my God. <laughs> There's a lot of ifs there. If I don't die, and if a bear doesn't eat me, and if no car crashes happen, and if I don't get cancer, and if this pencil I mean, doesn't run out of lead. Since when are humans allowed to put stipulations on what makes you allowed to believe in God or not? Or like, make him your God. You know, like, as long you, as you're going to need to do these things for me, and then and, and then, then I'll take you as my God. Okay? And then you're the Lord yeah. my God. I mean, you got to do these things, though. Because otherwise, fuck you. My pen ran out of ink today. Yeah, you you're an are asshole. not the Lord my Sorry, God. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to go check out Buddha. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, that escalated quickly. 
<laughs> and this memorial pillar I have set up will become a place for worshiping God, and I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. Oh, that's, oh, where, that's where the tithing comes yeah, in. Yeah, a tenth of your earnings and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, which, I mean, you should put a tenth away into the bank for a rainy day, and then you should also be putting a tenth away sure. um, to help others. Yeah. But if, I, if you have the money to do that. But like, is it, that's like one sentence in the Bible, and that's where we get that we give a tenth of everything. We to, don't to God. know. There might be other sentences in the Bible. We're only in Genesis. That's true. It's true. And I mean, there's 66 books in the Bible. But like, like they're reading along people that believe in God and all this stuff. They're like, rape, 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 rape. Give 10 percent of our earnings. And they're like, yeah, that. <laughs> Maybe there's other places that are less rapey and more givey. I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's I feel the, like they pick and choose things that they want to make. You feel yeah. like that, huh? I do. Is that how I you do. feel? I do. Well, that's the end of that chapter. All right. How well, do you feel about that? I, I feel like it's another end to another chapter and another reading of another day with the Bible. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, let's go on to the next chapter, huh? Genesis chapter 29, Jacob serves Laban for Rachel and Leah, 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 sure, Leah. Then Jacob hurried on, finally arriving in the land of the east. He saw a well in the distance because wells were the just, wells were everywhere. They were everywhere. And then they got filled in all the time by people <laughs> fighting over the damn things. Petty motherfuckers. Fucking wells. Three flocks of sheep and goats lay in an open field beside it, waiting to be watered. But a heavy stone covered the mouth of the well. See? Mm. It was the custom there to wait for all the flocks to arrive before removing the stone and watering the animals. Afterward, the stone would be placed back over the mouth of the well. Is that so that, like, bugs and junk doesn't fall yeah, in and dirty the waters? Mosquito, keeps mosquitoes out a little bit, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Okay. Jacob went over to the shepherds and asked, Where are you from, my friends? We are from Haran, they answered. Do you know a man there named Laban, the grandson of Nahor? He asked. Yes, we do, they replied. Is he doing well, Jacob asked. Yes, he's well, they answered. Look, here comes his daughter Rachel with the flock right now. Jacob said, look, it's still broad daylight, too early to round up the animals. Why don't you water the sheep and goats so they can get back out to pasture? We can't water the animals until all the flocks have arrived, they replied. Then the shepherds move the stone from the mouth of the well and we water all the sheep and goats. So first we explain and then we do and then we explain. This is an interesting voice you chose for them. Very sing-songy. <sighs> Because I think they're chicks. You do? Yeah. That's not what I got out of that, but... I think they're chicks. I thought you were just being, like, you know, snarky about your voice choice. Um, <laughs> I might have been a little snarky because I knew that as soon as they explained what was happening, that then we'd have to read them say explain what was happening. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm probably a little snarky. Like, yeah. it's so repetitive. Right. Jacob was still talking with them when Rachel arrived with her father's flock, for she was a shepherd. Mm. And because Rachel was his cousin, the cousin of Laban, his mother's brother, and because the sheep and goats belonged to his uncle Laban, Jacob went over to the well and moved the stone from its mouth and watered his uncle's flock. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and he Damn. wept aloud. What? What even that happened? That escalated quickly. Yeah. 
He explained to Rachel that he was her cousin on her father's side, the son of her aunt Rebecca. So Rachel quickly ran and told her father Laban. As soon as Laban heard that his nephew Jacob had arrived, he ran out to meet him. He embraced and kissed him and brought him home. I guess kissing was just kind of a thing they did. Let's everybody kiss. Maybe it wasn't like a big, like, you know, it wasn't like a loving kiss. Maybe it was just like a kiss greeting. Okay. And he cried, though. He wept. Well, this is long lost family that he's never met before. I guess. Wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're trying. People were weird back then. You're trying too hard. Yeah. When Jacob had told him his story, Laban exclaimed, you really are my own flesh and blood. Jacob marries Leah and Rachel after Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month. Oh, Wait, what? he married both of them? No, you know what? Hang on. They, this um, thing that I'm reading did not put in bold print this part, and they included it as all one sentence. Oh. So that was the end of that section, not the end of the chapter. And I think the, end of, the beginning of the next section is called, Jacob marries Leah and Rachel. Because then there's a capital A. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month, Laban said to him, see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm All sorry. Right. This right. is badly. That was, that was confusing. Badly done, but not my fault. Right. It's the fault of this thing that I'm reading. Nothing's ever our fault. <laughs> no. Okay, so we're under the section, Jacob marries Leah and Rachel. After Jacob had stayed with Laban for about a month, Laban said to him, you shouldn't work for me without pay just because we are relatives. Tell me how much your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was named Leah, and the younger one was Rachel, the one that he met at the well. Yeah. Yeah. There was no sparkle in Leah's eye, but (laughs) Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. Hmm. That's a very polite way of saying Leah was probably the dog, (laughs) and Rachel was so beautiful that whoever she marries will have to call her his sister. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Since Jacob was in love with Rachel, oh, okay, he told her father, which is his fucking uncle, Right. I'll work for you for seven years if you'll give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Oh, give me your daughter. I mean, that's how it worked back then. I'm just saying. I know. It's so gross. At least he's not taking. He's asking. He's making a deal. Right. He's basically negotiating the price. I will buy this girl off of you. Well, I mean, women were just like one step above slaves. I know. Back then. It's so gross. Agreed, Laban said. I'd rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, but his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Aw, that's almost sweet. That's almost sweet. Finally, the time came for him to marry her. I have fulfilled my agreement, Jacob said to Laban. Now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. (laughs) Is that what it says? (laughs) It literally says, now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. Wow. Do you think they really didn't sleep together? If they were in love? I don't know. Seven years? Who knows? People weird. This whole thing is weird, so. So Laban invited everyone in the neighborhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night, when it was dark... Laban took Leah to Jacob, and he slept with her. Oh, what an asshole! Laban, why'd you do that? Laban had if given he loved. If he loved Rachel, mm-hmm. did they not talk or anything? Did he not know? I mean, like he obviously he obviously lusted for her, not loved her, right? Because if he loved her, they would have talked a lot, and they would have known each other already, and he would have known. So this was pure lust, and that's right, it. Like, right? Right. This, this isn't love. No. Whatever. Go no. ahead. 
Laban had given Leah a servant, Zilpah, to be her maid. I don't know what that has anything to do with it. Maybe he'll screw her later, too. But when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah! What have you done to me? Jacob raged at Laban. I worked seven years for Rachel. Why have you tricked me? It's not our custom here to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn, Laban replied. And I waited seven years to fucking tell you that. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) But wait until the bridal week is over. Then we'll give you Rachel, too. Provided you promise to work another seven years for me. What? (laughs) That's a bunch of shit. So Jacob agreed to work seven more years. A week after Jacob had married Leah, Laban gave him Rachel, too. Laban gave Rachel a servant, Billa, to be her maid. So Jacob slept with Rachel, too, and he loved her much more than Leah. He then stayed and worked for Laban the additional seven years. Would you stay? I I mean... I would be like, I'm out. Come on, Rachel, let's go. I'd be like, you you made an agreement. Yeah. And you're you're backtracking on your agreement here. Yeah. And that's a bunch of shit. So yeah. like you need to honor your agreement. Yeah. Yeah, besides God's on my side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Laban would be like, No, he's on my side too though. <sighs> Whatever. And that God's would... like, figure it out amongst <laughs> <Right>. yourselves. <laughs> that's that the whole this whole thing stinks. Yeah. The children born to Jacob. But I know Jacob takes many wives and has many children. Yeah. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children. But Rachel could not conceive. Oh, man. That's so mean. God, he's just a dick. (laughs) God's a dick. He's a dick. That's what we always come to at the end of everything. God's a dick. Why does God got to get involved in like... This thing, but like, not like if you were gonna things. get involved in the first fucking place, why didn't you um, make sure that he only married Rachel, not Leah? Right. Whatever. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, "The Lord has noticed my misery, and now my husband will love me." She soon became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simon, for she said, "The Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me another son." Wow, he sure did like. Put a lot of babies in her for not loving her. I mean, we all know that sex doesn't equate to love. He could right. fuck a thing without... No, I know, but, like, if he... I don't know. Like, if he was really not in love with her, it's it's his wife. He could tell her, I don't want to touch you. Go away. And plus, babies, you know, men, no, male babies. babies, were very important to people back then, so... So I guess he had to fuck he's her? he's like, I need to so I can have some offspring that can do things and shit. Because and... I have to leave my, <sighs> I all gotta, my worldly goods. I gotta populate the fucking world. Jesus. <laughs> the trials and tribulations of fucking a lot of women. Right. <laughs> wow. Such a hassle. Then she became pregnant a third time and gave birth to another son. He was named Levi, for she said, Surely this time my husband will feel affection for me, since I have given him three sons. Once again, Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son. She named him Judah, for she said, Now I will praise the Lord. (laughs) And then she stopped having children. The end. Hmm. That was the end? (laughs) Yep. Of that chapter. (laughs) Well, bless you. Sorry, I was allergic to that ending. (laughs) Apparently. I was allergic too, but I didn't sneeze. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for this week, I guess. Um, Any comments? Yes. You know, whatever. Um, Men are gross. And um, And God's a dick. And God's a dick. And women have it rough. And I'm sorry for them. Yeah. 
that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten a little less rapey lately. A little less. Has it, though? A little less rapey. Has it, though? Like, we don't really know. Well, they haven't been telling us there's rapey stuff going on. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's just as rapey as it was before. We're just not hearing those portions at the moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Unless murdery, too. Right. But I'm sure we'll get some more of that at some point. All right. Well, we'll find out when we do Genesis chapters 30 and 31. What day is that going to fall on? Oh, you are asking because I made this beautiful chart. Yeah. My wife is great and she makes charts and things. Uh Oh, yeah. Thank you, husband. That will be on a Tuesday. It'll be on a Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, stay tuned until Tuesday and come back see us for 30 and 31. <laughs> Husband. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to just look it up in a dictionary <laughs> or something. I don't. I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay. Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com oh well that's easy yeah as long as you know how to spell sacrilegious right well definitely get a hold of us let us know what you thought of the episode and you know any comments hate mail we love that kind of stuff also you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or like correct my pronunciation yeah please bad wrong and horrible because we suck sometimes absolutely oh also you know if you like this shit or whatnot um like Give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff, or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye.